0: Hey, Relationship Transformers, welcome to the Relationship Transformer podcast. So today, Stacey and I are going into part two of Busting the Myths. However, little mm-hmm. surprise, this podcast ended up being so long that we actually made it into two more pieces. So this is part two, and the next episode will be part three. And on today's episode, we're going to dive into the, but my partner is not dot 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 Myths. So let's cue up the intro and dive in. So the big question is this.
1: How is it possible that one person alone can transform any relationship, save their marriage, create their unshakable love and unleash passion, divorce-proof their family without needing their partner to get on board and do this with them, and yet still get to be happily, authentically you without compromise?
0: That is the question, and this podcast We'll give you the answer.
1: All right, let's start with the but my partner is not list. And what we're talking about here are the myths that people will say about why their relationship isn't working or why it's so hard or why they might not be with the right person. And we hear things like, well, what do you do if well, I'm an entrepreneur, my partner is not, or I'm health focused, my partner is not, or I'm a saver, my partner's a spender, or I'm all of these different things that people believe that the differences between them and their partner is part of the reasons why their relationship is so hard, and if their partner was just more like them, they wouldn't struggle so much, right? Oh, well, if my partner was also an entrepreneur, this wouldn't be a problem. If my partner was also health-focused, this wouldn't be a problem. And so that is a complete myth, but I will just tell you, because this is what we do all day, every day, I think most people buy into it. Most yeah. people think, yeah, that is. That's hard, man. Uh, maybe you should find someone who's also an entrepreneur. Yeah. So maybe you should find someone who's also a vegan.
0: As if there was a perfect formula for this. Right. And this, there's a lot more than just that. There's you know, parenting. One's a disciplinarian. One's considered a coddler. Of course. One's a doer. One's not a doer. So
1: let's take them one at a time. Yeah, do
0: sure. It? Yeah, let's do it. All
1: right. So let's start with uh, entrepreneur, right? Because we hear this a lot. Right. right. I'm an entrepreneur and my partner is not. Or I'm not an entrepreneur, but my partner is. So let's do this one. Mm-hmm. So people come to us and they're like, hey, you know, being an entrepreneur is uh, rough and it's risky and it takes a certain mindset and I'm an entrepreneur, my partner is not, you know, that's why it's so hard. Here's what I wanna offer you the differences between you and your partner are always, always the gift for you. And it's one thing to say, well, then I want to be with a partner who is an entrepreneur, it'll be so much easier. And I actually see this happening all the time, because when I, we go to marketing events, we do all kinds of things. And people are like, my partner doesn't get this whole business thing, I need to just dump them because they're holding me back, right? Right. Like, that's your family. Like, that's, it's a that's a really big, extreme kind of position to take. Here's the thing. A part of marriage, part of every long-term relationship is learning how to have an incredible relationship with the differences that you have, because you can swap out your partner for an entrepreneur. And I promise you that new partner who's an entrepreneur is going to have a different uh, mindset around spirituality or a different mindset around their family of origin, or a different mindset around their parenting, and now you're going to have other differences. If you never master how to have an unbelievable relationship with a partner who is different than you, then you're going to be on a very lonely journey for a very long time trying to find someone who's just like you because that is not possible nor is it the point of relationship. What, what do you, would you want? it Like yeah. let's
0: let's just think about this. I love to play things out to see how ridiculous some of our our beliefs are. Uh, So we can really get rid of them because as long as they seem to have some validity, they have a hold over us. So let's just look at it. Let's say you found the perfect person. They were just like you in every way. And in fact, let's clone you. (laughs) <laughs> so let's clone you and you get to live with you and only you for the rest of your life <laughs>
1: Woo-hoo! Well, that How
0: exciting is that
1: here's <laughs> the other thing i'll say about being an entrepreneur or well You can insert whatever you want into this, you know, i'm a, you know Corporate executive and my partner is not they don't understand what I go through whatever I often say that uh, every balloon needs its string, right? So, and Paul is no question the string to my balloon (laughs) all the time. See, uh, very often the visionary, the entrepreneur is the balloon, right? The big thinker, the risk taker, the visionary wanting to go, do, be, all these things grow. And Every balloon needs a string, right? The one who grounds us, the one who says, hey, let's look at this. Hey, let's consider how we would do that. Let's consider all the different parts of it. Because without a balloon, a balloon without a string is garbage because it flies away. And a string without a balloon is also garbage. It's a string on the floor. We both need each other. The key is we're total compliments for each other total compliments for each other when we decide to see it that way, when we gain the tools to be able to collaborate Mm -hmm. with our partner instead of judging them for their different perspective and feeling like it's a problem that they have a different perspective than us. It's a lack of collaboration tools that make people feel like, oh, well, that's why it's not going to work or that's why it's too heavy. It's the exact same thing we talked about, I don't remember what episode it was, about No matter. Matter What it is when you're like, well, I guess this just can't work. You have run to the end of your skill set. Exactly. And this is no different than that. So let's talk about health, right? Mm-hmm. So Someone says, I'm super health conscious. I love to eat. Everything's organic. I'm vegan. I love to juice. Da, da, da. My partner eats Twinkies and Yoohoo every single day. And it's just driving me crazy. I just can't be with somebody who's not health conscious. This isn't going to work out. We're too different. Again, it is about having not having collaboration skills, not being able to create some kind of alignment that helps you design your family in a way that honors both of you. You want to talk about that one for a minute?
0: I, I do. You know, first of all, that's our first fail point. You know, Stacey and I will always show you how, like, it's it's the fact that you're in such resistance and such demand relationship with that yeah. other person that they must change to suit your needs. That energy alone is killing any chance you have of actually having them see things the way you really intended them to be, meaning like, hey, actually, there's another point here you might want to consider. But they're going to white knuckle grip against you as if you're in an invisible tug of war. As long as you want to keep pulling hard on that other one and resist this, they're going to keep pulling back on the other side of that rope just as hard. And that's how it goes. So the yes. funny thing is, the more you refuse to accept the fact that they can be different, the less likely you are to have any success in actually achieving the kinds of insights you wanted to. So,
1: so one of the things that I would say here, and I'll use health as the example, is when you're looking at your partner, and let's say you're like a super healthy eater, and your partner like eats garbage all the time, why do you need them to change? What is it that you're afraid of? what does that mean to you? I'm really asking. I want you to really look at this. And you can insert any difference here that you have between you and your partner. What does it mean? And I've worked with plenty of of people, so I know a lot of the answers, right? People are like, well, I'm afraid that that they're going to get sick if they don't eat well, and then they're going to not be well, or they're going to die early, or they're going to teach that to our children. And then Okay, there are skills that you can develop to actually handle and solve all of those things. And also allow your partner to have the journey on this planet that they want to have this go round and unattach from your needs around that and live a great, happy life in a family dynamic. You're not a party of one. You decided to get married. You decided to have children. You're now a team. You can't demand that everybody on the team be, do, and see things exactly like you. It doesn't work that way. No one else on the planet was put here to do things exactly the way you want them done. So I get it. You may not have the skill set yet to collaborate and to align on things and to create a family by design that way, but whatever your trigger is around why it bothers you that your partner is different, that's your responsibility to solve it. And you want,
0: we, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I just also want to bring out another dynamic, too. Like, so for like, if you look at a business, for example, if you had a business of 10 people, you've got like 10 employees, and all of them had exactly your same skill set, saw things exactly your same way, mm-hmm. how successful would you be in your business? You wouldn't last very long, right? Because you have not broadened your ability to do anything outside of you, even though now you have 10 people doing it.
1: You haven't complimented you yourself. You haven't
0: complimented yourself. So in other words, you'd have to be the master of marketing, a master of whatever your business line is, a master of uh, operations. IT and operations and money right? and legal. And-, and that's how it goes. Why do businesses hire all these people with different skill sets? because they need them, because together they create the whole that is Amen. so much more than anyone could have been. And that's what happens in your relationship. And by trying to say there shouldn't be these differences, you're actually shooting yourself in the foot in the sense that you're, you're limiting yourself and your world and your own growth and your own development to just what you already know. And that's what we end up trying to force upon others.
1: Awesome. That's a great lead into the next one. Like I'm a growth person and my partner is not had a, a quick start student of ours post the other day. He's like, I have a trigger and I need some help pulling it out. I'm a growth and development person. I love to consume courses and growth stuff and my wife is not. And it, I have a massive trigger when I get into bed and I'm listening to an audio book or I'm reading a book or doing a program and I look over and she's consuming Netflix and watching sh- reality shows and all kinds of things that I consider garbage and a waste of time. It really bothers me and I wonder if we really are aligned and... <laughs> to be in in this relationship long-term because she's not a growth person and he is. And of course, he said, because he's a relationship transformer, help me with this trigger. I know this is my trigger. Please help me pull it out. And that is the perspective. It's not, if you stop at, hey, I don't really know if this can work because we're so different. Oh my gosh. Like literally, you're supposed to be different. There's 8 million people on the planet and there are not two, (laughs) what did I say?
0: Million, I think.
1: I love you. See, the string to my balloon. <laughs> I'm like all off on my thing, it's eight million. Eight billion. We think. Right. <laughs> People on the planet, not too alike. You're supposed to be different. And so, as I shared with him, as I share with you, it is your job to look in at your trigger and say, why does this bother me? What does this mean? What am I making this about? And why do I need her to be like me in order to feel like we could be together?
0: And really what it comes down to are this perceived difference. You know, it's creating this isolation between the two of you that is completely created by you. So, what it comes down to is the demand relationship and the win-lose model. So, in other words, I perceive a difference between me and my partner. One of us under that win-lose model has to be right and the other one has to be wrong. And I'm doing that in air quotes. And then so, if... We don't want to be the one who's wrong, right? Because we have this fear and this win-lose dynamic like, oh, I can't be the one to lose. I must be right. Or we just believe clearly everybody in the whole world sees things exactly as I do. And I'm obviously right and clear-headed. And my partner clearly just isn't getting it, right? So there's this whole wrap in our minds of how important it is that we're right and we want need to convince them of why we are right and it should be our way or else we feel like we lose, right? And then we have to conform to their way.
1: Yeah, and that's really the the bottom of all of this. Every single time you perceive a difference between you and your partner, and it makes you uncomfortable and you have that trigger, it absolutely comes down to the very deep win-lose wiring, the demand relationship wiring in your blueprint of this my way or your way. And one of us has to be right, and the other one has to be wrong, so I need to convince you why I'm right, or else I'm going to have to conform to your way, and I'm going to lose. And that is that goes back to, you know, school and childhood and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's really, really deep. I'm not discounting it. And you cannot have an unshakable love relationship if you are constantly getting Unknowingly jerked into this win lose dynamic. It doesn't work. It's been an invisible force that has been jerking you around, that has been triggering you, that has been impacting your relationship, and you didn't even know it. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. We could talk about this from any perspective, right? I'm a saver, and my partner is not. They're a, they're a spender. Um, I've done this uh, work a long time. One of the things I think I've realized is it seems to me that everyone attracts someone with the opposite money mindset of themselves. (laughs) If you really start to look, you'll see it. Like There's this this lovely little joke (laughs) that the person that you fall in love with has an opposite money mindset to you. I've not ever seen two people with the same money mindset be together. And that's for your benefit. So But if you don't have the skills, if you don't know the tools to collaborate, to truly create alignment, um, this will be a constant battle of what we call the invisible alignment predicament, right? Where you enter into it and you're like, well, just because we fell in love, we're gonna see money the same way, right? Mm right? Or just because we fell in love, we're going to totally see parenting the same way, right? <laughs> Until something flies out of your spouse's mouth towards one of your kids and you're like, oh my God, don't say that to Johnny. You're going to scar him forever, right? You, It's the invisible alignment predicament is based in demand relationship thinking they're going to be just like me. They're going to see it the same way as I do. And if they don't, I've got to convince them. Like we got to get on the same page. It's so funny how many times people come to us and they're like, I'm here because my partner and i need to get on the same page in our parenting i'm here because my partner and i need to get on the same page in our money but that's not what they really mean what they really mean is i'm here because i need to get my partner on the same page as me with my parenting i'm here because i need to get my partner on the same page with me about my money
0: aka my way
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so That doesn't work, right? That no work because it's all based in demand relationship. And in demand relationship, when there's one power player and the other one is the non power player, nobody needed to learn the skills of alignment. I mean, if you just look 50 years ago, did, did a man really need his wife's alignment in money? No. Did a woman really need to gain her husband's alignment in parenting? No because when there's demand relationship, the non-power player just aligns. They do whatever the power player is doing as the lead. And yet when we all became free and we all have really good ideas about our money and our parenting, we're individuals, we're smart, we're passionate, we have values, we have dreams, we have wants. Well, so does your partner. You both do. And yet nobody taught us the simple collaboration tools to be able to say, okay, what's your dream for our kids and our parenting? What's your blueprint for our our kids and our parenting? And how can we create something out of the two of us? How can we create a third, uh, a global alignment perspective for our family that allows both of us to live our dreams, that allows both of us to heal our fears, that allows both of us to create something that we can both." get behind without either one of us sacrificing what's authentic for ourselves.
0: And the truth is, anytime you create what we call to and what we call and others have called the mastermind, you know, you have more than one mind getting together on a solution, you will always end up with something much more magnificent than either one could have done alone. There's a synergy that happens when you truly know how to do this and you start doing this as a way of life will radically transform your destiny and everyone you interact with. But our false belief, which is what we're trying to remove for you today, that they should just see it my way and I'm actually right, or somehow I'm wrong, or any of these other things that hold us back from actually working out that true mastermind to create something synergistic and greater than ourselves is where the problem is, because we're not even open to it. We're not even thinking that there's a reason. We just think they're wrong, and we go back to blame, and we've talked about that in past episodes, and what does that do to us? Leaves us powerless.
1: Amen. So let's talk about parenting for a minute um, because we see this everywhere all the time is, you know, one parent is like the disciplinarian and the other parent is like the coddler, the nurturer, um, and they constantly disagreeing with each other about how to parent. Most families today, uh, the parents are disagreeing with each other on the fly in front of the kids about how parenting should be done, Right dad comes home or mom comes home and uh, the kids are, are playing and the homework is not done. And dad says, hey, is that homework done? You need to get that homework done before you're playing like this. And mom says, oh, they had a hard day. They were in school all day. Just let them play. Let them play. They'll do their homework later. Like that's just one simple example of how parents are unaligned in parenting and disagree right on the fly in front of the kids.
0: Yeah, and that weakens them. Honestly, as a parent- it, the kids see that there's division and you know kids are really adaptable whether they do it consciously or even unconsciously and and instinctively amen they will leverage those divides and play one against the other to get what it is that they want what's even worse is even when it doesn't happen in front of the child i'm, I'm not even sure which one is worse but when one parent does it with the child and uh, and undermines the other parent yes. with the child because they do not have this alignment the destructive nature of not having alignment in in your parenting in these ways goes really far. It has super deep legs. And yet we, without this awareness, go into this thinking it's somehow okay. And we'll work this out, but you never do. And then this kind of negative dynamic festers within the family. And it creates more instability for the children, which creates more reaction from them because they at an instinctive level, also understand that, hey, things aren't exactly stable around here right. and causes them to act out. There's so many negative dynamics They that lose spin. their sense
1: of certainty and
0: safety when mom and dad are not rock solid aligned. So really, these little things that seem little that we're bringing up here are not little, which is you know, why we try to bring back the layers. We peel back the layers so people stop and say, wow, you know what? I've never seen it that way before. I'm seeing it now. And I actually do see that this is a problem. And that's the opening so that you can actually do something about it. Because, you know, unfortunately, culturally, so many dynamics that we see on a regular basis that Stacey and I help people unravel are socially acceptable as the norm. And we'll talk more about that, of course, as these oh, episodes yeah. oh, go Oh, my on. gosh. Yeah.
1: So here's the thing with parenting. In the moment something happens and your partner does something with kids that you are like, Vehemently against, and so you jump in right there, right? You jump in and tell your kid, no, 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 it's okay. You can, you can play. Don't listen to daddy. Like you could do your homework later, right? And uh, why do we do that? Believe it or not, we do that based on a scarcity mindset. It comes down to a scarcity mindset that I have to say something right now, where there's going to be damage to the kids, right? I have to do, I have to do right now, like where I'm never going to say this. See, that's why we teach a Inside the moment tools and outside the moment tools. Inside the moment with your parenting, your number one goal is to align with your partner and Outside the moment, when your children are not present, you actually solve all of these things that you observe where you finally realize you're unaligned, and you use tools and strategies to really solve it outside the moment. So the next time a moment like that comes up, you and your partner already created predetermined alignment. You know how they're going to show up. You know how you're going to show up, and you guys can keep going but we don't ever get those tools. We don't ever have that. That's why Paul and I are creating our Relationship Development Parenting Program because everybody needs these tools and strategies for how to show up in the moment, how to create alignment when you have such polar differences. Here's one more thing I'm gonna say about the polar differences in parenting. The degree to which your partner is white-knuckling their parenting position is in direct proportion to the degree to which you are white-knuckling yours. Meaning your partner, whether they realize it or not, is instinctually trying to balance you out. So if they believe very strongly that... A good behavior in kids comes from discipline and from rules and from obeying and whatever it is that they believe, and you are going to the extreme in the opposite direction to try to compensate and make sure your kids know, I love you no matter what, and you can't do anything wrong, and I love you unconditionally, and everything is okay, and whatever you do is fine, they're going to go More in the opposite direction towards disciplinarian to overcome the perceived coddling that they feel you're doing with the kids that's taking away their goals for their children. And you're going to do more coddling in opposition to their disciplinarianism because you're trying to make sure your kids are loved in spite of the disciplinary actions that are going on.
0: And let that polarization sink in for a period of weeks or months or years. And you can see how this seems like just an impossible situation. And what was the root cause? We ran to the end of our skill set. Amen. We didn't know what to do.
1: That's why we have tools in our toolbox, like the roadmap to collaboration and all of the alignment and parenting tools. And it's just a process that you both get to go through where neither one has to give up their beliefs, their dreams to be able to just settle or, or, or give in to the other person's way. You can both have everything that you want for your children, and create an alignment where both people can be authentically who they are. It's just a skill set.
0: And you know, I just want to say something at this point too, because you know, hopefully, you've been listening to at least several of these uh, episodes, and you're you might be some people out there might be thinking, oh, I'm doing such a terrible job. Oh, yes, I, I'm. I'm so bad, oh, no. or whatever the case may be, because you see a lot of these dynamics playing out in your own household or your own relationships. And I just want to say to you, first of all, there's nothing wrong with you. If Amen. We, if it wasn't going on on such a massive scale, yeah, really. how would we be able to tell you about yeah, it? exactly. It's not just you. It really is a case where no one has taught us this. And when you know better, you do better. You're already here. You're already way ahead of the people who are not on this, right? That's right. So when you know better, you do better. And it's it's kind of like blaming a kid for not knowing how to- like Read a, yeah, a, like book a Let's say you're a two-year-old. Oh my gosh, it. why can't they read? <laughs> what is something wrong with you? <laughs> no, no they weren't nobody taught was taught. Yet, right? So there's nothing wrong with you. And I don't want anybody Amen. out there feeling like, oh, I'm doing such a bad job. You're not you're doing a job that is, was with the best of intentions, Amen. and you just reached the end of your skill set. That's all. It's just that's all. what it is.
1: This is why we're always teaching you that relationship is nothing more than a skill set. And it's a skill set you weren't given. And the kerfuffles that you see in your family are just the symptom of a skill set that's not there. And it might seem like it's unsolvable. But I'm telling you, thousands and thousands and thousands of our students are solving these day by day by day by day, one after another, knocking them out with proven solutions that work that are simple. We just were never given them. You can do this. Every one of these kerfuffles can be solved. But I'm going to tell you very, very directly The solution to these differences is not finding a partner who's more similar to you. Absolutely not. Honestly, if you never learn the skill set of being able to culture an amazing relationship with someone different than you, you're going to be replacing people until the day you die. Like this, you can't escape this. In fact, if if you're a feminine and you want to be a partner with a masculine or you're masculine, you want to be a partner with a feminine. Well, guess what, buddy? Like that is it. That's the kingpin of differences. It's baked the in
0: differences from the get-go. Grand
1: yeah. Canyon scope. Of differences. Uh, And we'll get to that, I'm sure, in future uh, podcasts. But like, you cannot, the answer to your kerfuffles is not, I need somebody who sees it my way. That is a demand relationship exit. I either need to convince you that my way is right and you drop your way, or I have to go. That is pure demand relationship, win-lose dynamic. The solution is to learn how to collaborate and allow and accept. So differences are really the gift. When the two of you collaborate together, like Paul said, what you create is bigger than you would have had with just one of you. And the key is, one, Accept, accept that they're different and they're supposed to be. Two, understand, start to understand their differences, their model of the world. And then three, appreciate, learn how to appreciate the gifts that their differences actually bring to you. You know, at RBR at our live event on day two, we dive into the tools and strategies for this and so much more. It's totally life-changing, but I always share. There are no two people that are more polar opposites than me. And this man right here.
0: Absolutely, like, amen.
1: We are polar opposites in every way possible. <laughs> like I am the visionary and Paul is the
0: anchor. I'm, I'm the one who follows through. I look for the flaws. I'm not looking at big picture. I'm like, how do we get this done?
1: <laughs> I'm highly excitable and super emotional. And Paul like- She is... will
0: act on an instinct and follow through without thinking it through. And I will not act without thinking it through and planning it. So- <laughs> Like
1: I am the son, he is the- the moon, like in every possible <laughs> so way. She's
0: sunshine, I am definitely darkness.
1: Dark. <laughs> we uh, are polar opposites. Way. And because Paul brings everything to the table that I do not possess myself.
0: And likewise,
1: he is the greatest gift in my life.
0: Likewise. So if you choose to, you know, decide that you want to be with you and only you for the rest of your life, oh. that is a choice. But that's a sad choice from our perspective.
1: Yeah, it, it really is the key. It, it's the skill set.
0: Okay, in the next episode, we will dive into the, but my partner is dot, dot, dot myths. But my partner is depressed. My partner has anxiety. My partner is a narcissist and all the other labels that are holding us back. And this is a big one. So we will see you next week with that episode.
1: okay are you ready to catapult your relationship forward to the next level in just three days surrounded by relationship transformers on the journey with you then go grab your live event tickets at relationshipbreaktheretreat.com and we will see you there